This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by Italian Citizenship Assistance. I'm here with Italian attorney Marco Peramunian, the head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance and also an Italian attorney. And my name is Rafael Di Furia. And today we will be talking about the five most common ways to acquire Italian citizenship. This podcast will be a bit of a companion to a blog post on the Italian Citizenship Assistance website. And today's video will be a bit more of an overview of all of the different ways of gaining Italian citizenship and not just Italian citizenship by descent. But that is where we will start out. Marco, what would you say as some of the most basic information about Italian citizenship by descent for maybe somebody who's less familiar with it? A lot of people actually do not know that they qualify for Italian citizenship by descent. And when I say qualify, I actually mean that they are already Italian citizens because if you are of Italian descent and if you meet all of the requirements set by the Italian law, you can go through a process, generally through the Italian consulate, to have the Italian government recognize that you have always been an Italian citizen. Of course, being of Italian descent is not the only requirement. You need to be able to demonstrate that citizenship was passed from your Italian-born ancestor, generally the person who emigrated from Italy to the US, down to you. And if you're able to show all that to the Italian consulate, then you will be granted Italian citizenship by descent. So by right of blood. So I think it's actually quite interesting that you happen to mention by right of blood because that is actually the terminology used. The Italian terms borrow from the Latin uh, terminology of the principle that all of this is based on, as you've mentioned previously, uh, in Italian and Latin, the, what they actually say is by right of blood, not by, because you're born in a place, it's not a birthright, even though it, it's it, being just simply born doesn't... Um, necessarily quantify the reason itself. It's that you were born to a specific bloodline, uh, whereas in the United States, simply being born could qualify you for um, citizenship there. Although um, there are some ways that we will eventually talk about where a person could become uh, an Italian citizen just simply for being born here, uh, but those would be very rare situations. But anyway, moving on, I think it might be worthwhile talking about the 1948 cases as that's quite related to Yure Sanguinis. A lot of people, after having looked into whether they qualify for citizenship by descent or not, realize that unfortunately they are not able to get Italian citizenship by descent and that's because they have a woman in their Italian line of descent that kind of blocks the transfer of citizenship onto the next generation and that's because under Italian law women were considered as unable to transfer their Italian citizenship onto their children prior to January 1st 1948. So, in other words, if you have a, a woman in your Italian line, not necessarily the woman who emigrated from Italy, but also a woman who was born in the US, 
And if the child of this woman was born prior to January 1st, 1948, technically you do not qualify for Italian citizenship by descent. So uh, a lot of people are disappointed by that, but they don't know that they can easily sometimes get Italian citizenship via the court system, which sounds like a very daunting process, but it's not. So if you have a case falling in that category, you can file a petition in an Italian court and based on the legal precedence and on a very famous um, ruling of the Italian Supreme Court, you can be granted Italian citizenship directly by the court. So that's that became a very popular way of getting Italian citizenship by descent recently. I think it's also interesting that you mentioned about that it can seem pretty daunting to go and actually sue the Italian government. But I know there are a lot of people who, once they learn a bit more about this process and how everything works, that some people actually wish they had a 1948 case because that gives them a direct process that they can go through rather than having to jump through various hoops sometimes. Uh, I mean, the the Yure Sanguinis system can be somewhat direct, but the rules do change depending on where you are and depending who is processing your file. But what's nice, as we've spoken about in a previous video, like you've said, uh, that there's roughly one set of rules that gets covered and is applied uh, more often than not, uh, rather than if you are applying in Los Angeles versus, I don't know, Copenhagen, if there's even a consulate there. But to move on to the next subject within this, uh, Italian citizenship through residency with Italian ancestry for those people who may not be eligible through a 1948 case or Yure Sanguinis. As it happens in many countries in the world, in Italy you can get Italian citizenship through residency after having resided in Italy for a certain period of time without interruptions. So if you are someone who moves to Italy from any country in the world. You have to live in Italy for 10 years before to be able to apply for citizenship through residency. And as we said, these people, they also have to speak Italian in order to be able to file the citizenship application. So they have to have a certain level of Italian. They have to take a test. The level required is intermediate. So not advanced, not basic but intermediate. But if you come from a country which belongs to the European Union, then you just have to wait four years before to be able to apply for citizenship. So instead of 10 years, you wait just four years and then you apply for citizenship by residency. And finally, if you are of Italian descent, so for example, if you are an American citizen or a Canadian citizen of Italian descent, and if the person who was born in Italy is either one of your parents or one of your grandparents, then you can apply for Italian citizenship through residency after having resided in Italy for three years without interruptions. So this is kind of a facilitation that the Italian government gives you if you are of Italian descent, but just up to the second degree. So it doesn't apply to people whose great-grandparent 
was Italian. And of course, we are referring to people who do not otherwise qualify for citizenship by descent, because if you qualify for citizenship by descent, you just go and apply for citizenship by descent. But if you don't qualify for citizenship by descent and your parent or grandparent was Italian, born in Italy, then you can move to Italy. And after three years of full-time residency in Italy, you are given the opportunity to apply for citizenship through residency. And this was something I started to touch on before, but do you want to maybe talk for a moment about the situation where you solely would apply for for someone um, rather than jure sanguinis, the, like birthright citizenship, rather than citizenship through blood right? Italy is not a use solely country, so you do not become an Italian citizen just by being born in Italy. Uh, the same happens in most of the other European countries. So you do not acquire the citizenship of that country just because you were born in that country. Generally, you become a citizen of Italy or the other European countries that I'm referring to because one of your parents had the citizenship of that country when you were born. As opposed to most of the nations in America, so the US, Canada, or other countries in South America, where you become a citizen of those countries just because you were born there. However, in Italy, there are some very rare exceptions. So you can become an Italian citizen by being born in Italy only if you were born to unknown parents or stateless parents. In those cases, Italy gives you Italian citizenship just because you were born in Italy. And for the last subject on our list, number five, Italian citizenship through marriage. I know this is something that is becoming popular and um, with globalization and people having a lot more freedom of movement just in general. There are a lot more cases of Italians marrying people from abroad or even people who are eligible for Jure Sanguinis uh, helping their uh, spouses to gain Italian citizenship. I know this is something that you definitely deal with on a very uh, common basis. Uh, what would you say are some of the basic Basic things that somebody should expect during that process. Italy allows spouses of Italian citizens to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage, even if they have never resided in Italy. So that's something that doesn't happen in any country. So even if you are, for instance, an American citizen and you have never visited Italy, but you are married to an Italian citizen, you can apply for Italian citizenship through marriage from within the US. And if you are applying from outside of Italy, you have to have been married for three years to your Italian spouse before to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage. But if you have minor children, the time is cut into half. So you can apply for citizenship through marriage if you have minor children after one and a half years if you are residing abroad. Instead, if you and your husband relocate or wife relocate to Italy, you have to wait only two years before to be able to apply for citizenship through marriage or one year if you have minor children. And something that the non-Italian spouse should also expect is the need to obtain a linguistic certification to be able to file the citizenship application for citizenship through marriage. So if you are applying for citizenship through marriage, you have to speak Italian. So this is the same case because it is citizenship through naturalization. It falls under this umbrella of 
if it's by naturalization, you have to get this language certificate. Yes. But what if maybe someone doesn't want to get citizenship? They don't want to go through the language uh, certification. Uh, do the Italian spouse and the non-Italian spouse have any other options for being able to come and reside here in Italy? Yes. So if you want to relocate to Italy with your Italian spouse and you have no intention of applying for citizenship through marriage or maybe you just want to wait a little bit or you can't learn Italian, the Italian government allows you to apply quite easily for a permission of stay for spouses of Italian citizens, which is also available in other European countries. So say you and your Italian spouse do not relocate to Italy but to France, you can also get the permission of stay in France as spouse of a European citizen. And the process for getting this permission of stay is very easy. There is no language requirement. It's almost immediate, so it takes just a couple of weeks to get this permission of stay. So if you're not planning on getting Italian citizenship, you can easily get a residency permit as long as your Italian spouse relocates back to Italy or to the European Union. That's very interesting, though, that a non-Italian spouse wouldn't be required to have citizenship to be able to remain here. I mean, of course, I'm, it's better if you can have citizenship, but to be able to just simply um, be able to remain here, I think is a very interesting way for a couple to stay together. Like you mentioned, maybe if, one, if the non-Italian spouse can't learn Italian or is having a very difficult time and they just want to be together in Italy, that could be a way that they could immediately be here together rather than having to worry about um, being in another country. There's one person in particular, uh, well, a couple I can think of in particular, where the non-Italian spouse was American and the Italian spouse was unable to receive a visa to be able to stay in America. And really the only way for them to be able to stay together was through moving to Italy because that would have made it able for the non-Italian spouse to be able to come here because they would be able to get their uh, their their permesso di soggiorno, their permission of state immediately. And because they had only been married for just over a year and without children, this would have allowed them to be together here in Italy uh, before they were able to apply for that citizenship. So. Again, I think it's quite interesting, but I think this is a great place to finish this video off. And if you have any questions about anything that we've spoken about in this video, please feel free to leave that down in the comment section below. And of course, if you have any more private questions that you would like to ask that might become a topic for a future video, you feel free to go to the italiancitizenshipassistance.com website where you can go onto the email form and send your question there. Be sure to just let them know that you would like your name kept private and we may be able to answer any of your questions in a future video. And again, thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. This is Marco Permunian, Italian lawyer and the U.S. head of the Italian Citizenship Assistance offices. And I am Rafael Di Furia, and we will see you all next time. Later. Ciao.